0: Julie Keyes.
1: Welcome everybody to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. Our interview today is going to feature the CEO of a firm that's well known for their expertise in talent acquisition. And our focus today is going to be on how to hire the right people to decrease owner dependency. But first, let's hear from our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and JAK CPAs.
0: For business owners, it can be overwhelming to start planning a transition or exit strategy. But it's so important to avoid unwanted outcomes and unexpected tax bills. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knudsen and Company, can guide you and help make sense of the numbers. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we've assisted countless companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business is a process that takes time. So contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. That's jakcpa.com. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880. sunbeltminnesota.com.
1: Hey, Poised for Exit listeners, let me tell you about an exciting new program that I produced for business owners called Business Transition Readiness Program. The Business Transition Readiness Program, or BTR for short, is an online, self-paced, cost-effective way for you, the business owner, to gain an understanding of what exit planning is, who's involved, and how to get started with the process. Learn more about this timely program now at poisedforexit.com. Use promo code BTR50 to receive $50 off your course registration. Hey, everybody, we're here today with Mary Nutting, founder and CEO of Core Talent here in the Twin Cities. Mary, at long last, welcome to Poised for Exit.
2: Thank you, Julie, for having me. So good to have you here. I know, it's I'm been s- a long time. I know, <laughs> I know,
1: and so much to talk about, too. Um, I mean, gosh. I think about everything that you've done since I first met you and how you have built your business. And I'm excited to talk about that because I know there's so much to say. But before we do that, could you just share with our audience a little bit about how you got your start? Like, how did you get into being an entrepreneur? Yeah. You know, what attracted you to recruiting and leadership development? Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Okay. Well,
2: interestingly, I was in information technology for 18 years. Hmm. So I managed a team of web developers, about 30, 35 people, I think at its max. And, you know, I was my manager's successor, my directors. And one day I woke up and I thought, how did I get here? (laughs) Like I started here 18 years ago, and I've never left. And I really wasn't passionate about IT, but what I was passionate about was leading, hiring, developing people. Um, I was always that token technology person that worked with HR, and I had a wonderful opportunity sitting around a campfire in my backyard over beers (laughs) with a family member who owned a management consulting company. Now, he worked for Fortune 500 businesses. Um, Those were his clients, but he wanted to start an executive search business or practice and asked me what I thought. And I jumped in not knowing anything about executive search. I remember I went to Barnes and Noble, picked up um, Kennedy's Guide to pocket guide to executive <laughs> recruiting. Nice. And then I called um, some of the best executive recruiters in the Twin Cities and that's how it started.
1: Wow. So... So you jumped into a company that was already started, or you started this? Or Yeah, so yeah, that... I started
2: a practice there, and okay. it was wonderful. But as I mentioned, we worked with Fortune 500 companies. Right, right. And I got to be part of this small entrepreneurial business, and I started developing just a passion for working within the company. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, um, Marty, who's been my longtime mentor and the the founder, told me I think it's time that you go out on your own because you you have so many ideas, and you know I'm, I was always in his office, like questioning everything with yep. new ideas and so I did it um and the first couple of years were terrifying yes um but uh after that, I started core talent and it's been twelve years, and it's been really fun, and I love being an entrepreneur,
1: gosh, twelve years honestly, I think that um it was close. It was soon after you founded the company, I think, that I met you.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah,
1: yeah. God, <laughs> super impressive, girl. Um, Hear such wonderful things about you. So, let's talk. Let's take big picture right now. Yeah. First, right before we get into the weeds, when we look at, uh, I know you guys are an, you operate e- out of EOS, yes, right? So yes. you use that system. And so let's talk about your vision. Yeah. For yourself and for the company. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I, we implemented EOS back, I mean, probably year two in starting Core Talent. Smart. But it wasn't until I started um, visiting with some of my clients who were operating under EOS where I felt like if I'm going to do this, I need to jump in, you know. Um, And so hired my first implementer. Mm -hmm. And that um, Chris Naylor, she's wonderful. She's still yeah. doing it today. One awesome. of the one of the pioneers, and um, she really taught me the importance of having a you know three five year plan, and I've done that ever since. And so the vision has changed a little bit, especially you know when mm-hmm. COVID happened, um, but it's always been my driver, and it's it's really to help entrepreneurial, um, fast growth businesses thrive with their people. And so while recruiting is a big part of what we do, we've continued to find gaps in terms of retaining great talent Mm -hmm. and in particular, developing their leadership skills. So it's just, it's, it's, our vision has become refined and we become more focused every year.
1: Well, it would have to be that way just because if you're running EOS yourself then it gives you such a better understanding of the clients who are running it. Yeah. Right? Because right people, right seats. Oh, yeah. It is so, so important. It's everything. It really is everything. And it's amazing to me when I go into businesses and work with them on exit planning, uh, When they tell me that a successor is going to be the successor, and I know in my heart that (laughs) it's not the right person. Yeah, yeah. Just from what you know and what you've learned and everything like that. So, yeah, important work. Um, As you are, you know, looking at the future, Mm -hmm. I know that you're taking a little more time off uh, away from the business. Yep. Super awesome. You know, as we know owner dependency is, is kind of a detractor when it comes to value in a business, right? Yep. And and so how are you doing that?
2: Yeah, that is such a great, great question. Um, you know, in fact, Julie, you you told me or you asked me the question many years ago when we met, what is your exit strategy? You know, what is your future mm-hmm. what are your future plans? And I couldn't answer that. And it's taken me a long time to get there. But mm-hmm. I think You know, for me, I am that visionary, and I want to be part of the company as long as my leadership team and people need me. Mm -hmm. Um, When I don't have anything more to offer them, (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. my time, you know, to fully exit. But, Mm -hmm. you know, in order to really work on the business and not in the business, I realized, you know... uh, that we needed to practice what we preach, right. and you know, as 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 much experience as our team has in in leadership development, we weren't doing it with our own people. It hasn't been in, until like the last two three years where I w- I said, okay, if I'm going to step away, what has to happen? And we got very intentional about developing our people, mm-hmm. and I'm so damn proud of how mm-hmm. far they've come in the last two three years.
1: Fantastic. So what does intentional look like? Yeah. Well, one of our
2: service offerings is actually, um, well, two of them are, one is a talent assessment and one is a leadership accelerator program. The talent assessment is really about, you know, meeting with your employees, understanding their strengths, their interests, their passions, and even long-term career goals, whether that's inside your company or outside. Um, I've got one employee who wants to start his own business. So Hmm. how can we best support that employee, but also make it a win-win for the the business as well? So Mm -hmm. it's really getting crystal clear about that. Not everybody's at that point in their career, Mm -hmm. um, but the people who are, um, they will tell you. And it creates this transparency and this platform for us to really leverage their skill set and they're having fun while they're doing it. So that's that's the talent assessment part, and we use a lot of different psychometric assessments, personality assessments, cognitive, you know, sure, as well as just you know our in-depth interviewing process. And this is an ongoing, you know, um, ongoing work. Once we determine where that person wants to go and how, you know, what we need as an organization, then we create a very customized development plan. And so, you know, it's not just training, it's opportunities to work on special projects, um, coaching and mentoring, you know, reading, maybe outside external groups and, you know, resources. And so it's very intentional and we work with them like every week, (laughs) uh, measuring progress.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So you said um, special projects. What would a special project be? I guess my, yeah. my you know vision of that would be okay. If I'm going to groom this successor, or groom this leader, I want them to think outside the box, and I'm not going to um, present any kind of preconceived ideas, um, or or issues. I want I want that person to think of yeah. okay, what's a priority? Um, what's the project look like? How do I get it off the ground? Is that what yeah. we're talking about here? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a
2: perfect couple of examples. Awesome. please share. So yeah.
1: I always say, you know, a
2: true leader is someone who develops another leader who develops another leader and downward, right? Yeah. Um, and so for our leaders, you know, how, how do we help them develop other leaders? And then how do the other people benefit from that? So we took two initiatives that we knew we wanted to do in, at Core Talent this year. One was our diversity, equity and inclusion initiative. Mm-hmm. And the other was our um, volunteering program. Mm. And we asked for volunteers of people who wanted to, you know, work on their leadership skills, but then we paired them with a member of our leadership team. Mm. So that person was able to learn through some coaching and mentoring from the leader on how to how to lead effective teams, how to problem solve, you know, how to make recommendations. But then the leader had firsthand experience in developing that person's leadership skills. So, I mean, it's it's in the job, you know, and it's there's so many opportunities within a company where you can do this.
1: Mm. <clears throat> well, so like you said before, you got to practice what you preach, which is yep. what you're doing. And so... It, it isn't just that you go into a company and talk to a client about theory. Right. This is how we do it. Exactly. No, you actually do we it. do it. Right. We do it. Yeah. There's nothing like real live yeah. experience. Yeah. 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 Versus just going in and going, okay, well, this is what the book says you're supposed to do.
2: Well, and you know, and all those best places to work and all the other mm-hmm. accolades that a company can get, you know, it only happens when you really truly invest in your people. Mm-hmm. and it's so, it's easy to do. You just have to have focus and, you know,
1: stick to it. Well, plus, um, I'm sure that it takes a little bit of work to get some buy-in too. Yes. When it's a brand new thing, you know, not everybody likes change, but I think that um, you've kind of got that down pat pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: and, you know, I think um, everybody wants to develop people. It's Mm -hmm. just, it comes down to capacity.
1: You know, they're busy doing
2: their day jobs. I know. And, you know, you got to get really tactical in terms of, you know, putting specific goals, deliverables, metrics in place, and then giving that ongoing feedback. So even with our clients, you know, we don't just go in and do the work. We work with our clients as our partner, and we help teach them, how to develop this ongoing in their organization.
1: Well, that's how it becomes like a successful endeavor, right? Yes. It's not that you're having to go in and do it over all the time. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So with stepping away, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the exit planning realm, you know, where I spend the majority of my time, um, that tends to be kind of a, an obstacle for a lot of owners because yes. working is kind of who they are. Yep and stepping away isn't always in the car. It's like, in theory, they can think about it and go, yes, someday I'm going to do that. Yes. But when it comes down to actually practicing it, it can be um, some highs and lows involved in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so let's talk about that. How's that going for you? Yeah.
2: Well, you know, there's a couple of things. One is just how you're wired, right? You said as an entrepreneur, I mean, I've worked a gazillion hours since I was 18 years old. I hear you. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So part of it is, you know, I needed help. Like, Figuring out what's important to me, um, how to take care of myself from a health and wellness perspective. I hired a a coach. Uh, Actually, I had three coaches at one point. Wow. Uh, And they were all for something different. But, you know, I had to learn to slow down, slow my mind down. Um, I've always been horrible at meditating. And those are things that I am actively working on. So that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But then I think the other thing is that um, just recognizing the fact that as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, it is so normal to go through the ups and downs and the emotional roller coaster. And mm-hmm. it is okay. Because just when you think, wow, the team's got it, they they don't need me anymore. Well, then something happens that not only the team has never experienced, maybe you haven't either. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you step back in and then there's that, that There's that feeling of, oh, my God, I can't go. I can't go. And I think just understanding that those things are going to come and go, it's just like why people have board of directors and yes. why, you know, and that's okay, and that does not mean that you need to pull back. You need to continue to trust. You need to continue to let go. It's an ongoing thing.
1: It really is an ongoing thing, and I think the emotional side of uh, when you realize that you're really not needed as much, as, as maybe you were before, kind of deflates our sense of productivity and relevancy, right? Yes. I mean, think about when your kids leave the nest. You've got kids that are out of the nest yes. now, don't you? yep, I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, all of mine are out. And... Um, and they don't really need me that much anymore. Exactly. And, and until they do, <laughs> until they do, I know. But but uh, I don't know. I wish it was a little bit more often. You yeah, know? I know. And it's just the mom in me. <laughs> and so sometimes I think that that can permeate into you know us as business leaders as well. And, yeah. and men, same thing. Um, productivity is a big deal for us. We've always you know burned the candle at both ends, and then all of a sudden now we we don't really need have to right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know you're, that's kind of what you're talking about. And. Uh, um, same thing for me, too. Yeah. But but it feels really good to have the candle only lit at one end. Exactly. And still be productive and still feel really good about life. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. So what's next for Core Talent? Yeah, tell me about what's on the horizon.
2: Well, we've had our biggest revenue and profit year ever in history. Wow. Um, we've we've got uh, just an amazing group of people with long tenure, um, which is very rare in, in the search business. And um, you know, we continue. We work primarily with fast-growing or you know definitely growing organizations, and so they continue to have these needs as soon as they get their team their leadership team to a level that works within the organization but they're growing um guess what there's there's gaps again and so there's this continuous ongoing need um to develop people and to get them to stick right with the company as the company grows mm-hmm. and so we just see this opportunity you know I had the benefit of not only working inside of a large enterprise corporation, but then providing consulting services to big corp. And small businesses get a bad rap, and I want we have the opportunity to bring some of those services at a much, you know, more cost-effective and simpler way um, to help them. And that's the the need is so great. Uh, We just got to figure out how to keep growing ourselves so that we can. Continue to provide the services that are needed.
1: Well, you're right because you know you're talking about your clients going through this, but you are too. Exactly. So as your company grows, you know you might have your role right now, um, but your role is going to evolve. Yes. And knowing what that role is going to evolve into is super important because everyone needs to know what to expect from you. Yeah. Exactly. Or not expect. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Same with your clients. Yeah. It seems like a lot of leaders though have a have a hard time shifting into that new role, yeah. right? They look at it and they go, yes, yeah, someone has to do that. Right. But I'm staying where I am because this is where I'm comfortable and it's what I've always done. Right. Well, and I think that's part, you know, I see this every day because yes, sure owners, owners want to back out of the
2: business, but then when you start talking to them, they really love what they do. So I think it's about, you know, just being very focused in terms of what, what is it you're looking for? For me, I love to continue to learn. So yeah. as I can continue to learn new trends, new technologies, yes. you know, and, and bring those to the company.
1: Well, and you as the visionary, that's your role anyway, right? Yes. And someone has to do that. Yes. So I, I think really when it comes to um, founder owner operated businesses that have grown, you know, and that the owner is kind of moving on but staying involved, I think that that's the perfect role for leaders like that because not everybody wants to stop working. Exactly. If you don't want to stop working, then don't. Then don't. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I, I, un- unfortunately, a lot of a lot of um, business owners think that, that exit means that they have to get out. Exactly. And so I prefer the word transition. Right. right? So let's transition from everything you do day to day and move into something that's a little bit more high level um, and let some of the day to day stuff go so that you yep. can Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you can dive right your on. boots on and it's all right. <laughs> it's totally all right. So what's next for you, Mary?
2: You know, I mentioned I work. I've worked my whole career and so, mm-hmm. um, or my whole life. And you know, I just I have a passion for traveling, for health and wellness. You know, I mean, I never had time to exercise, and I know that sounds stupid, but Not really, I really know. You know, now I make time. I prioritize it. Cooking. Mm-hmm um, you know, reading, uh, it just, mm. it, there's so much, a, a business friend said to me yesterday, think about your life in 10 years. I'll be 66. And think about all the things that you would like to accomplish in the next 10 years. And he said, mm. you will be amazed at how many things you can write down. And I, I started doing that, like all the places in the U.S. I S I haven't been to, yeah. let alone internationally. I know. Right? So yeah, there's, there's so much, I just have never slowed down enough to think about it. Yeah,
1: well, and you have, yep. so, and, you, and you're at a great age to be able to do that. Exactly. So uh, absolutely, I'm really happy to hear that. A couple of, um, before we wrap up, a couple of tips, yes. right? So you've been at this for a long time. Yes. You've seen um, a pattern with many of your clients over the years, right? Some of the things that seem to be um, obstacles, things that they kind of trip up on. Um, what are a couple of things that you could recommend right now that business owners yeah. could be doing to you know, take action on recruiting or leadership development?
2: Yeah, one one thing is thinking about your organization and really thinking outside the box. Like, you don't have to have a typical functional organizational chart. In fact, I've been doing a lot of research on the, the structure of the future, and it it's very different. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, yes, there are best practices out there, but really think about, again, what you want to give up you know, and how you can structure your, your leadership team, because it doesn't have to be the old traditional way. I think that's a, that's a huge one. Um, trust in your path, you know, trust is a huge, um, issue for a lot of business owners and I get it Mm -hmm. and it's hard. Um, but work on that with, with yourself and with your people and lean on, those you know individuals who have who are going through the same thing that you are because it makes you feel just more normal yeah and like okay i I, you get some tips and ideas and from a lot of different people and you pick and choose what works
1: for you really good advice and you know uh, what a lot of owners probably go through what you've gone through in your life and what i certainly have gone through as well is, um it's kind of a lonely place yeah being the owner yeah and and so having other people that you can talk to um, bounce ideas off of the whole peer group thing yes. um, is super cool. but then having other people advisors on the outside, like you talked yes. about, having coaches and advisors to really help you um, who are not part of the mix right right but can give you good advice, good advice. so that you can kind of take the next step. yeah, super awesome. Mary, fantastic. Thank you for being on the show. This went so fast. We'll have to do this again.
2: (laughs) We have a lot to talk about. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I want to hear about what's going on at Core Talent in 2023. So we'll have you back. Can't wait. For sure. For our listeners, this episode is available for download on the Poised for Exit website, along with all of the other episodes at poisedforexit.com. You can also get a copy of my book there. Please join us again next time. And uh, in the meantime, please rate and review and subscribe. Thanks again.